Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. Unbelievable. Uh, we are back. We are back. This is the final play with Mikey Clutch and Justin Matthews. J-Matt joining me. It's been a minute, but we're back together again, breaking down this football. We're going to preview tonight's game between the Eagles and the Texans. And then, of course, we'll recap Sunday's games, a couple of Sunday's games and the Monday night game uh, between Bengals, Browns. We'll do Green Bay at Buffalo. Uh the Niners, San Francisco at LA Rams, and then we'll start with the Bears at the Cowboys. Uh yeah. What what did you what did you take away as a Bears fan from that game? Yeah, man. So as a Bears fan, what I took away from that game was um well obviously, you know, Justin Fields looked pretty good. He actually looked great. Um, he looked like the quarterback that I thought we were getting at the draft. Um, I loved how he was utilized. Uh, he ran the hell out the football. And I think that's when he's his most productive. I think Justin Fields is one of those rare quarterbacks that it just looks different. Like um, Lamar Jackson, you know, he, he when, 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 when he first came into the league, everybody was like, um, you know, uh, can you win? I mean, I mean, we still get this question to this day. Can 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 you win with that kind of a style? And it has yet to be proven, but I think you can. I think it just looks different. So you need to play to his strengths and utilize him to, uh, you know, his 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 best of um abilities. Like you know what I'm saying. So I I just feel like he played a good game. He had he he had he had a good game. You know, he got Cole Komet a touchdown. Um, who ain't had one in forever. Um, he, he just looked good, man. Play action and design runs and, you know, just letting him find his rhythm throughout the game with throwing the ball. He had that one kind of long-headed play where he kind of just, you know, jumped over uh, Michael Parsons. But nevertheless, uh, you know, we took an L, but I thought by halftime, I think we was down like 27-ish to 7 or something like that. And we kind of <clears throat> came back. So, I mean, that was that was just nice to see. I just think he needs more help. Obviously, you know, same, same, same thing. He needs, he needs more protection. He needs more weapons. But that's how he needs to be utilized. We need to use him like that every single week. Let him run the hell out the ball and find his, 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 his way passing. I mean, especially now with uh, lack of weapons. So I, I just think that, um, you know, that's that's pretty much what we got to get get used to. But overall, um, we we did lose the game, but we were just pretty much. Um, overmatched you know clearly the Dallas Cowboys are a much better team than we are currently constructed uh we made a good move at the trade deadline acquiring um Chase Claypool so I think that's a step in the right direction but uh yeah overall man we just kind of ran into a team that is more superior than uh what we currently uh have available so um it's not the it's not the the worst thing in the world but uh you know we understand what we gotta what we gotta do hopefully we'll get it together but um yeah i mean nice to see justin fields being used properly and pretty encouraging after uh 
even even though it was a loss on the road. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, two weeks in a row, uh, th- this offense has looked solid and, and somewhat decent uh, for an NFL offense, and which we weren't really seeing other than that Minnesota game, which, uh, you know, his, his best two games, Minnesota and against Dallas, at least completion percentage-wise, seven over 70%, and, and that's what you want to see. Uh, you're moving them out of the pocket. You're, you're actually designing some runs. Um, gets, it looks like this offense is starting to get their rhythm as far as play calling goes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this, as you said, it, you, you need, he needs more help, which we'll, we'll, we'll break down, you know, or at least talk about this Chase, Chase Claypool trade, which, I, you know, I think it, it's, it's good. Um, is it good enough? We'll see. But um, back, back to the game, I mean, I, a lot of great things to take away, especially against this Dallas defense, which is a top defense in this league. You still put up 29 points um, on this team, which has been allowing, I believe, less than 20 a game. So that's a step in the right direction. The only thing is Fields has been sacked two times or more in every game this season. Mm-hmm. And two of those games, he's been sacked twice. The rest are three or more. Um, with four, four, uh, more, four or more sacks in the last three games. So we know this offensive line's a problem and a huge issue and that just needs to get better, uh, which maybe the, that, that'll happen in the offseason and in the draft. At least they go out, you know, Dar- Darnell Mooney being your number one receiver, he's not a real number one. He's probably a two or a, a, a three uh, on, an, on, on any other team. But, yeah, getting Chase Claypool, big receiver, uh, can – create a little more separation than what you have right now on that offense. So, uh, you know, he's going to be able to run the ball as well. We, we saw some sweet uh, jet sweep plays in Pittsburgh that they were starting to run uh, Claypool with. Um, I, I like it. I, I think this is, you need to evaluate fields more accurately with better weapons around him. Right. And, and what we've seen, it's kind of hard to judge. I mean, he's in year two. This is really his first full season as a starter because he didn't really start last year because you had Dalton under, you know, they signed that $10 million contract last year with Dalton. And then you also had Foles, which they were going back and forth. It was Nagy who didn't really know what he was doing as far as head coaching wise. So you're getting a fair valuation of fields now. And he, he's, he's been crushing it the last couple of weeks. And, and, and this is the thing you have to be patient as an organization judging this guy because last year he really was kind of thrown to the wolves with less help, you know, same or less help than this year. Uh, and, you know, Allen Robinson, we're seeing what he is in LA. He really wasn't the guy uh, last year for the bears that we thought, you know, to bring him over and signing him was going to do for fields. So I think with, with Getsy kind of getting this thing going offensively and putting fields in a better position to succeed. And we're seeing what happens when you do that with this young quarterback, who's still learning, who has a lot of growth still to, to fulfill. And uh, I, I just, I like the direction that this team's going is, is it, a, is it just a two week, you know, hot streak right now and it's going to fizzle out and we're going to, go back to seeing what we saw the first few weeks of the season. I don't know, but I, I hope that they can consistently keep this growing as it is right now, currently um, to have a fair shot at seeing what his full potential is at quarterback. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, against that Dallas defense, great, great showing. Uh, let, let's see if they can keep the momentum going uh, this week. Oh, no, they have a, no, yeah, they have Miami. 
So we'll see how – listen, the defense is fine. This defense has shown, like, some great things. I know that they kind of got their blows – their doors blown off uh, against Dallas, you know, put, uh, you know, allowing 42 points because uh, obviously seven of those were, were, uh, were from that par- Parsons uh, fumble scoop and score. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 so far I've liked what I've seen from the Bears. But Miami's a tough opponent coming in. Um, we'll see how it goes, but, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of things to look forward to with the bears, especially with fields and how he's been playing lately. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm just looking ahead, bro. I'm just, I'm just looking ahead. I knew going into the season, the lack of weapons, how the O-line was, I knew that, that we was going to have this, this, this growing pain season. I knew it. It's terrified. I just hope, uh, you know, Justin Fields doesn't get injured. Like you said, I mean, he getting sacked at least three times a game. Uh, we happy if you're getting sacked, you know, just twice a game, but that's yeah. ridiculous. But, um, you know, so I'm, I'm just looking forward, man. I, I, I really hope that uh, we get Will Anderson, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. We need to get the number one pick, number two, number three pick, because, you know, those, those two quarterbacks coming out this year. So whether it be Washington or uh, Detroit up there with us, you know what I'm saying? They're going to go after those quarterbacks and, we're gonna go after you know Will Anderson, so I'm re- I'm really looking forward to um, that. And you know the cap space situation, we got I think 100. We're gonna have 125 million, which is double what anybody else is gonna have. So I mean, any big name free agents, we should be able to afford them, and and some. So I mean, we basically skipped the whole entire off season, and we got a young quarterback, which is kind of unheard of. So I mean, this this can all be. This can turn out pretty good, but at the same time, it's just, you know, it is risky because you do want to hit on your picks, and we just got to see, man. It's very, very risky, Um, real tough starting out. You know, we lost Roquan, heartbreaker. I understand it, but it still hurts. Uh, We'll see, man, but I'm I'm just looking towards the future. Yeah, and and we didn't even touch on the Roquan trade. Um, You know, the Bears end up getting a second-round draft pick and I think a fifth. Or is it just the second, or was it a second and a fifth? Second and a fifth. Yeah, from Baltimore, um, which obviously that's going to be a later pick in the draft uh, as far as later in the round and second round because Baltimore is really good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad he went to a competitive team and a team that needs him. Because the linebacker position over there, I know they got Patrick Queen, but he hasn't been playing really well. Um, and Roquan, you know he's an all-pro. So he, he, he's going to contribute day one. He's going to fit in that defense, I think, and help them tremendously. Uh, he, he's good in pass coverage as well, uh, which, which they need a lot of. Uh, so I, I like that move for Baltimore and for the Bears, getting picks, which they've shown in last year's draft, defensively at least, they can hit on some picks. But the thing is, can they hit on some offensive picks, which they desperately need next year? And, and that's what I'm, I'm – I'm looking for is yes, you, you hit on the defense side of the ball, which the bears are very good at doing even, you know, in, in previous uh, with, with previous front office guys uh, in there. So it, bears always find defensive guys, you know, it's like Pittsburgh always finding a receiver. Um, it, it, it's just, can you find the pieces on the offense, which this franchise has struggled to do uh, for God knows how long. And hopefully you know, Fields is a hit, and it wasn't with this regime. It was with the previous, but uh, at least that's something to look forward to. Um, it's just you need to get the offensive line and, and a couple more weapons on the offensive uh, side of the ball as far as receivers go. 
so we'll see what happens next year's draft. But, um, yeah, Bears got a lot of bright spots looking forward. Going on to the team I like to root for, the San Francisco 49ers. Beating on those Rams again for the second time this year. We sweep them. That The regular season series is over. Uh, listen, the Rams offense line is so bad that that mm-hmm. they have no weapons other than Cup uh, on the team. You can't be a one-dimensional offense, and we see the struggles of Matt Ryan or Matt Matt Stafford, which last year he led the league in picks, and he's leading again this year. It's just last year you had OBJ, uh, you you had Van Jefferson, um, and, and now it's just Cooper Cup and Ben Skoranek, who you know looks like Cooper Cup. You got Higby, who is kind of you know shaky at times, and you have no running game. And that is the opposite of a recipe of winning uh, that you can find anywhere. And, you know, it's funny. McVay was undefeated last uh, last season or from his start, start of coaching to last season uh, in that week 18 game against the Niners. He was undefeated with having the lead at halftime. And he had it again this week, past week against the Niners. So that's now two two times. The Niners are the two losses that McVay has when leading at halftime uh, in his coaching career. I love it. They were down 14 to 10. But let's talk about it. The big, big trade, and he's already contributing in a huge way with a passing, receiving, and rushing touchdown. First guy to do it since, I think, 03, 05. Uh, but first running back to do it since Ladanian Tomlinson and – there's three okay. running backs that did it, Peyton, Walter Peyton, LaDainian Tomlinson, and now Christian McCaffrey to have a receiving, throwing, and rushing touchdown. I, I love what I'm seeing. It, 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 it's crazy. We, on paper, we knew this is the perfect fit for Shanahan, a perfect running back in his offense. And you, you see it. I mean, every touch that McCaffrey has, you almost think that it's going for a touchdown. Just the way he cuts and the way he moves in, in this offense – he just looks unstoppable and you see why the Rams wanted to go for him because he is a difference maker in so many different areas of the game that that touchdown pass or catch that he had, you know, Jimmy went through his progressions. There was nothing there. And, and if you see it, McCaffrey wasn't even really supposed to be involved in that play. He goes in motion and he's just going, you know, side to the sideline basically, but he sees Jimmy scrambling around and he looks and he's like, all right, I'm going to go to the end zone and Jimmy perfect ball perfect ball and and, you know McCaffrey goes up and gets it and and scores so it's just the little things like that where the IQ that that football IQ comes into play and that the Niners really don't didn't have with the other guys and and the threat that he is in 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 wherever he lines up and and the defense has a cue on you know keep an eye on him it's awesome to see and having a weapon like that to add with no Debo playing um, and, and Kyle Yushik didn't even play that game. And obviously Kittle, you know, had a good day, but it's, it's so fun to watch. I, I rewatched the game on NFL network. It was on, and it's just, you're in awe having that guy on your team. That's, that's exactly what it is. You are just in awe, just, you know, just watching them play at this point. Uh, it's, it's like salivating. It's, it's like football beautifulness i don't know it's, it's, it's perfect it's exactly what you want to see it's exactly what you expect to see the niners have key playmakers everywhere um 
Trent Williams. Um, there's so many different things you could package, especially with like 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 with 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 Shanahan, like the the what you can do blocking wise with Trent Williams and um uh uh George Kittle and you know you got the two running backs. Both both of these guys can legit play RB one and probably wide receiver one. I mean, like you could you can you can line CMC up in the slot. He he got hands too. I mean, this is it's beautiful, beautiful. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, just that IQ of McCaffrey because I, I man that play where he just right that was not designed for him. He kind of went out and he you could see. Jimmy in distress, like, oh, I need someone. He's, okay, let me let me make myself uh, uh, useful. Even even the one where he threw the touchdown, that was so beautiful. That was perfect. Uh, that, that was just a perfect play. That was a perfect classic Shanahan. It's like exactly why not why not let the running back throw the ball? I mean, it's uh, beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, you know, it looked like it was going to be a screenplay. He rolled out the same way, and even. Even credit to Ayuk because he sold it perfect. I mean, you know, he he broke out and he stopped, and it was like in perfect sync. He he stopped like he was about to block, and the defender bit on it. He took off, and at the same time that he stopped, I'm, I'm telling you, go back and watch that play. At the same time that he stopped, Captain caught the ball and set his feet, squared his hips, looked downfield, and it was a perfect. It was a, it was a, it was a perfect ball. It was, it was so in sync. It's like, man, I know y'all didn't spend an hour going over that in practice. Like that was, unexplained. they play like that. That man, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. That got me hyped. Um, like you said, man. I mean, I think the the Niners are a, a, a legit Super Bowl contender. Probably, probably the biggest threat to the Eagles. At the moment, it'll probably will take the Eagles just because I want to see more. But next man, it's close. It's close. If they get some more chemistry and they're really clicking on all uh, cylinders, and the best thing is, it can get better. You still yeah. got, you still got a uh, Trey Lance who's just not playing. I mean, this is all happening with us knowing. Okay, Jimmy G not gonna take off and run for twenty yards. Right. Imagine what you had, man. Whew. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Y'all got a lot to be excited about. Um, the 49ers look destined to for sure win that division. And um we'll see how uh, even even with Seattle playing at a, at a at a pretty high level right now. Um I, I still think y'all y'all got the division on lock at the moment. And um I'm excited to see how far the uh, Niners go this season. Yeah, I mean it, there's so much to like be so excited for uh, with this team. I mean I was just as soon as they got McCaffrey, I I I just knew that that was a difference maker, and that just makes the team better. Like I I know it's one guy and, and it's a team sport, but he's you saw what he was able to do on those bad. He he was only on one winning, uh, one winning roster, uh, and that was with Cam Newton. And other than that, he's been on losing teams every year, and he still puts up the numbers. So you just you just knew it was going to be a perfect fit. I can't wait for Debo to get back, but the defense is also getting healthy, which is huge, huge for the Niners. And on my Saturday show last week, I said they need, in order for them to convince me that they are a Super Bowl-ready team and ready to go for it this year, they needed to score 30 points on the Rams and really blow them out because the Rams, they're not a good team. You know, I, I just saw it coming after, after week two. You just knew this Rams team, they're not going to the playoffs. They're going to miss the playoffs. 
Um, you know, half it, it's crazy that half the teams, uh, half the playoff teams, the next year don't make the playoffs, and they're they're going to be one of those teams that miss it. Green Bay is going to be another one. I, I've been on that from the beginning of the season. That they're, they're just they're not they're not it. You know, Green Bay is. We'll we'll get into that as well. But Green Bay, they're going to miss the playoffs. Um, Minnesota's running away with that division, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Niners needed to go out there and, and show like. All right, we can beat bad teams, which they have. Other than you know, Atlanta's been playing solid, uh, but yeah, that Atlanta game just they should have won that. They should have went out and won that one, but um, just no, went they, the way they won, didn't they? Yeah, no, they lost to, to Atlanta. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying yeah, that's no. the game that you have to win. Um, yeah, I'm saying Atlanta shouldn't have won that game. Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've, again, a lot of positives going in the right direction especially with guys getting healthy we got the bye week which is awesome at a perfect time mid midpoint of the season um use check should be back uh i bill i don't know if armstead's coming back but debo should be back as well um kittle gets a little extra rest he's been banged up um but i'm just this roster i that's oh, the only thing oh my goodness that's the only thing though they have health issues every year just like baltimore it seems like and if they if they could stay healthy and no more injuries the rest of the season. I, they're Super Bowl. I, 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 they are going to the Super Bowl if they can stay healthy at the key positions. Um, but we'll see. All right, moving on. We, we mentioned Green Bay at Buffalo. Uh, Sunday night football wasn't really a contest. I know Green Bay made it look like it was interesting, um, but it wasn't. You know, Buffalo. This was again an easier pick of the week. Buffalo w- w- was just going to dominate that game because Green Bay, no playmakers other than Aaron Jones in my eyes on that offense. And Buffalo is just, it's they're too good. They're too good on, on defense and they're just perfect on offense, it seems like. Um, it, I honestly think they could have scored every single drive. I don't know how they didn't. Um, but Green Bay, they're just, they're in rebuild mode. I I just don't see a, a way. And people I I know were upset that they didn't make a move. But what move could they have made in the tra- before the trade deadline to help make this a playoff team? You know, I get it. You Chase Claypool was one of the actually they were in the running for Chase Claypool. But since the Bears offered their second round pick, knowing that it was probably going to be a higher pick than Green Bay, that's what Pittsburgh took. So the Bears beat out Green Bay in that in that trade, but I don't think Chase Claypool makes them a playoff team. I really don't. It helps Aaron Rodgers out, but they need so much help on both sides of the ball, frankly. For some reason, this defense isn't as good as we thought it was going to be, especially in the secondary. Green Bay needs so much more help. They need like two, three receivers. Um, they, they need some offensive line help. Uh, they they need to be get better pass rushers. Listen, Zadarius Smith goes to Minnesota. He's leading that team in sacks and QB pressures. They're missing him dramatically on the defensive side of the ball. So I I really I I think this is just a throw it throw your hands up and you know just give up on the season and just see start doing you know showing and trying to find out who who can play uh to to bring back next year. Yeah, I, I was saying that <clears throat> about that uh, Zadarius Smith trade early, early in the season when it happened. I remember saying that. I forgot who challenged me on it, but uh, somebody was like, yeah, man, we still got uh, – it was probably Brett. 
Um, you know, we still got uh, Rashad Gary and and uh, you know, I, I'm like, dude, that is a that is a major loss on that defense. I I I, I told people the end of, the NFC North. I know that division uh a little bit too well. Um, Minnesota at this point, they just picking off the best players from every team. Uh, they might even get Justin Fields next year. I'm, I don't know, but they 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 just picking the best players from all they all all they competitors and, and just running with it and it's working. But um, yeah, man. As far as Green Bay, yeah, they overrated, very very overrated. Um, I love it. I love seeing this meltdown. I'm so happy this is happening. This is great to watch. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is still phenomenal, but I agree with what you're saying as far as um, I don't think Claypool would have necessarily made them a for sure playoff contender. But I think he better than any receiver on that roster, or at least as good. And they definitely should have got somebody if they if they truly wanted to. Brandon Cooks, I don't think the only receiver I could see them realistically getting and them being playoff contenders was OBJ. I think you get OBJ, okay, they're going to probably make the playoffs because you still got Aaron Rodgers. Um, and – you know, you get somebody like him, he could just force-feed OBJ the ball, have they do it. The same thing with Devonta Adams. OBJ, at this point, probably not as good as Devonta Adams, but it's close enough. I could see them making that work. Um, like I said, though, man, uh, they overrated. Uh, it's definitely holes all over that roster. They're trying to compete with Minnesota. Minnesota, this looks like Minnesota's year. Um, we'll see, man. I just... As far as Green Bay, all I can say is they didn't make a move at the deadline. I'm happy that they didn't make a move, and you're definitely right. If they do make the playoffs, if they somehow do, it's definitely a, a first-round exit because the NFC is just so so weird. I, I, I agree, though. They're not making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. And um, Aaron Rodgers, man, he, he may even uh, re- retire at the end of the season. We'll, we'll see. I mean – I can already imagine how frustrated he is playing with those young guys. They, you know, Romeo Dobbs had a great catch um, on Sunday night, but other than that, I mean, he's still not, you know, he's still a young guy. They, you know, they are so 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 they all trying to catch up and learn. But uh, we'll see, man. I I love the meltdown of Green Bay, and um, don't expect too much from them this season. Definitely one of those teams that made the playoffs the, uh, last year that that will not be back this year. Yeah, you know, and I I go back to that New England game. You know, they they couldn't stop Bailey Zappi. You know, they went to overtime and they barely won, you know. So that's the game that I was like, all right, Green Bay's not a good team. I I just saw it. They're they're just not a good team. Uh, They're a great team to bet against. I mean, I I took the Jets in that game against them. I took the Giants in that game against them. And, you know, it just – So it's just they're not – a winning football team right now. And they just, again, rebuild mode. You you got to go out in this draft and, and get players, but I, I agree with you. I think this is Rogers last year. Um, if there's no light at the end of the tunnel, if they don't turn this thing around, which I really don't think they will, I think he's done after the season. I don't think he can go through another season uh, yeah. next year like this. And so I think he's on the outs as well. I like that call. All right. Yeah. Monday night football wasn't really a, a fun game to watch unless you're a Browns fan. Uh, the Cleveland Browns really just dominated at home the Bengals, which I think the Bengals now are still winless on primetime road games. Uh, that That's an interesting stat. But, yeah, I, I, this offensive line, whenever they go up against an elite pass rusher, 
they give up so many sacks. Uh, Burrow was sacked five times. Miles um, Garrett, I believe, had two of those, or no, he had a one and a half, and he also had that big pass deflection that was inter- uh, that caused an interception. Um, Nick Chubb does Nick Chubb things, 100 yards, two touchdowns, uh, and then Amari Cooper, who <clears throat> Dallas just gave away for, I think, a fifth-round pick. W- what did they trade Cooper for, a fifth-round pick? And, and you got Chase Claypool going for a second, which makes no sense. Um, but Amari Cooper, I mean, we, we were on this. He's one of the most underrated receivers in this league, and he's making Jacoby Brissett look like Aaron Rodgers. So, I, you know, it's just they move the ball so well. He's a chain mover. I've, you know, said that so many times. But this this Bengals team who looked like they were starting to get things going, you know, they, they lose Jamar Chase for four to six weeks, which, you know, is obviously a, a, a big loss. But, I mean, this is Cleveland, which isn't as good as, you know, it, it maybe with Deshaun Watson they will be. But, um, yeah, I just – I thought Bengals should have won this game and, and won it pretty easily. But, that again, that offensive line is causing issues still for, for Cincinnati. I agree with you, man. I was I was thinking I uh, considering Joe Burrow's never won against the Browns. Um, this That's being his, another weird one. This being his fourth game against them, I'm like, okay, it's Halloween night. It was very very scary for the Bengals uh, Halloween on Monday night. Um, yeah, man. I I think we need to let go of what we saw last year. I think. We need to put that out of our heads. That was a different year, Cinderella kind of year for the baby Bengals. Um, and it's different now. You know, Chase is about to miss a few weeks. That's going to play a big part. You have to look at the division as a whole, how they are improving or at least going to improve. I don't expect Deshaun uh, to come out lighting it up. What is it, week 12, week 13? But you never know. That's still Deshaun Watson. They're getting an elite quarterback back. Um, and then you got, uh, you know, Baltimore with the additional row corner. So who knows if that, if that defense jails at the right time, I mean, cause it's all about when you get hot, uh, man, that defense jails at the right time, they got a, a serious chance to go on and challenge the bills and all of those other, uh, AFC teams. So as far as the Bengals, man, it's not over, but they need to get that O-line fixed. They need to get the O-line fixed. Uh, Joe Burrow already got injured because of the O-line his rookie year. So they need to get that fixed ASAP. They could not move the ball. They couldn't run the ball. Um, he barely – he didn't have time to do anything. And it's just another classic situation. It really reminded me of that Super Bowl with uh, Brady and uh, Pat Mahomes. It's like, you know, you try to just look at the weapons and, oh, they got mixing and, you know, he still got T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd to throw to. You cannot cheat the game. You need a you need an offensive line to win. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you need an offensive line. It, 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 it is undeniable. So, um, very reminiscent of that Super Bowl. Very reminiscent of the Bears. I feel like that that was that was that was terrible though. I mean, that was a complete mismatch. Miles Garrett. Oh my goodness. Whew. Uh, you know, so it's not completely over with for the Bengals, but. It's not looking good for this year. I don't think at this point, I, I think that Jamar Chase, they're missing him. I think they're going to miss him these next few weeks. Um, I think the other teams are going to take advantage of that. And I just don't think – I'm not going to say that they're not going to make the playoffs, but I think it's a possibility that they won't. So 
Uh, they got a chance to make the playoffs, but I wouldn't necessarily bet on it. I don't think they're going to win a division. I, 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 I would bet on that. They won't win the yeah. division. So uh, we'll see, man. But they they definitely need to. I don't know if it's much that they can even do do about the O line this year. So it's not looking good in the foreseeable future, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I we really liked Baltimore before the season even started. I'm still sticking with Baltimore to win that division and still make the Super Bowl. But I mean, the Bengals they got a rough schedule. Other than Carolina at home coming up next uh, this Sunday, which they should take care of business there. Um, they're at Pittsburgh. At Tennessee, home against the Chiefs, and then home against the Browns, um, the the next six, you know, next six games. That's rough. And then they finish the season home against Buffalo and home against Baltimore. So they really need to figure things out and figure them them out fast because I that that's a tough stretch. That is a very tough stretch uh, for a team that's in the AFC, which is loaded uh, because right now. I think it's Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee is going to probably win that division. Uh, Miami, uh, they have a chance. I mean, they, they still might make the playoffs. Um, and obviously, Kansas City is going to make it. So they'll be a wild card team. I, I, I think so because as far as the other AFC's teams, like I don't think the Jets are going to end up in the playoffs. I think that's going to work itself out. The Chargers, I think, will probably be 9-8 and eight and make the playoffs just based on what I've seen. I don't, I'm not confident in them either. Um, so I think Buffalo, even though the AFC is loaded, I, I think they have a shot. Um, but as far as the Cleveland side of things, Jacoby, you know, the, the Brissett, the, the, that's a big win that you need to kind of level out the ship after, you know, losing four straight games. Uh, you know, now, now your next game, you know, after the bye week is at M- Miami. Uh, so, you know, that's going to be a difficult game to play in Miami at noon. Uh, so, you know, they got a tough stretch coming up too, but um, I just think it's going to be a little too late by the time Deshaun Watson comes back for this team to really make the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, Jacoby still looked pretty solid in that game. All right. Finally, let's break or, or, preview it uh we got thursday night football probably not going to be a good game uh, you know the, i think the only really good game we got was baltimore and uh tampa bay what was it last week or last thursday night was that last thursday night or two thir- yeah last thursday night no no that was last thursday yeah last thursday Damn, it just time flies but anyway, no, we have some okay Oh, you mean just Thursday night games? Yeah, yeah, because these Thursday night games have been pretty bad, and I think this is going to be another bad one. I I think this has Philly written all over it. Um, And, you know, it's weird. The NFL schedule comes out, obviously, before the World Series. You didn't even know those matchups. But you got the Houston Astros in Philly playing the Phillies, and for some somehow, you know, somehow you got the Texans playing the Eagles on the same night it's rigged, man. Fan, I, it, I, I, I just, yeah, I think sports is just rigged in general. Um, but yeah, it, it's crazy that you got these two teams playing tonight. So you know, Philly's going to be popping, Houston's going to be popping, I'm sure. Uh, but you know, this game's in Houston. It's short week. It, these games are always kind of weird. You know, everybody I know is on Philly hard for this game. Do you think there's any chance? that Houston could win this? 
Absolutely not. I don't think, and this is the bottom AFC team. I don't think it's any team in the in the entire NFC that can realistically beat Philly if they clicking on all cylinders. Philly got two of everything. You got the dynamic corners, Bradbury and Slay. You got the weapons now. AJ Brown is a, is a monster. Monster. Devonta Adams. Uh, Devonta Adams. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Uh, Smith on the other side. You got the uh, you know, you got the pass rush. Uh, you know the pass rushers. You got Fletcher Cox and now Robert Quinn. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just they got it, man. They got it. I mean, they playing great football. I think Philly at their core, at their core, I think is a better football team than any team in the NFC. Now, whether we're talking about the Vikings, I think the closest to them are probably the Vikings and your 49ers, but I'm still taking Philly. Um, I think the only way – I can't even imagine losing this game. I, they, it's, it's zero chance that they lose this game. Um, I think early they was already like a 14-point favorite. Um, they, they have to just completely like beat themselves. There's no injuries, so we're good on the injuries. Uh, uh, Brandon Cooks ain't even playing. So, I mean, the best offensive player, whether you think it's him or what, Damian Pierce, even Brandon Cooks ain't even playing. So it, it is zero chance that they have to, to lose this game. I think they need to come out strong and, you know, because you don't want this to be one of those trap games. I know they would hate to lose. This would be the first loss of their season. Right, to the Texans. Um, yeah, so, I mean, but, uh, so, you know, come out strong, jump on them early. They hype from last week, man. A.J. Brown just caught three touchdowns, and they went ahead they're going to lose this game. So, Yeah, I, I don't think there's a way they lose it either, but, I mean, Houston, I don't know. They're just a weird, bad team, you know. Um, but, again, Philly, too. <laughs> I think they have they easily have a chance to go undefeated. It's just their schedule to me. It has to be the easiest schedule in the league, no? I mean, the teams that they've beaten other than Minnesota, I just don't think are really good teams. And obviously Dallas, but that's a division opponent. They always play them well. They they, they split that every year basically, which I think that's 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 probably the game they'll lose if they lose one at Dallas um in week 16. Other than that, yeah, I mean, they could easily run the table. I'm looking at their schedule now. You're at Houston, obviously, tonight. Home against the Commanders. At the Colts, who are you know now starting Sam Ellinger, who doesn't matter who's starting there, they're probably going to lose. Home against Green Bay, who we've seen can't move the ball really well. Home against Tennessee, which Tennessee, that could be actually a potential game they lose. Uh, but again, that one's at home, so I, I like the advantage there. Uh, you know, at New York, at Chicago, at Dallas, and then you finish up against the Saints and Giants again. So I, there's potential for an undefeated team here. And I just I I wonder if playing such a weak schedule doesn't really prepare you for the playoffs. I, I know you're going to be clicking on all cylinders, but you're going to you're stepping up in competition as far as especially defenses, because the defenses in the NFC, I think, are really damn good uh, for a, a lot of the top teams. It's it's just I, I don't know I, I I'm I don't know why I can't get in on the Eagles yet even though we both love their offseason roster you know we thought they had the best offseason um, but I don't know what it is I I, I don't know if it's I'm looking too much at the games that they played against the opponents uh, but yeah I, I I just I don't know but yeah I I do agree like I think they win this one tonight. 
It's like the reverse of what we thought about Dallas last year. Dallas started off strong, and I just remember us saying, look what they're playing, though. Philly this year, first off, the NFC least was that last year. Yeah. Giants was bad. Washington was bad. Um, and Philly was eh, right? The division at the end is 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 better. Defense got yeah. the number one defense. De- defense got the number one defense. Dallas got the number one defense right now. Um, New York, they got a pretty good record. Uh Washington is still eh. But yeah, they're five hundred, which they, they don't even have a losing record either. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's still Washington. I think this division is twenty three and eight. Yeah, so as a whole, the division is better than last year. Then, yeah, they're not playing necessarily good-ish teams. But, I mean, you can't deny what you're saying. Even through that entire Cowboys run last year, unless you was a Cowboys fan who just refused to see, believe what, what, what you were saying, they, they, even, even this year, Trayvon Diggs is playing much better. Oh, much better. Last year. Last year, he was taking a lot of chances. He got burnt. On so many different occasions last year, but he just happened to kind of fall into some of those picks, and it wasn't all. Some of those was just bad throws that he was just in the right position. It was kind of you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. all of that Cowboys fans was denying and everything, right? It's the reverse with the Eagles. The Eagles, I mean, we are seeing is yeah, the competition ain't necessarily the best they've been playing against, but that is a good football team. The I test they passing the the um I test they creating pressure. Um, uh, AJ Brown is, 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 is creating space. He catching these balls. Uh, Jalen Hurst is making good decisions. He running mm-hmm. at the right time. These corners are locked down corners. They're not taking chances and getting burnt and happening into, you know, they, they making the right plays. So, I mean, this, this is a good football team. This is a great, excuse me. This is a great football team that Philly has. And even last year, we knew once, once Dallas ran up against a real team, like your Niners, we knew that, oh, no chance. The Niners are going to win that. This is different. This is a real football team. This is – they for real, man. They for real. I think, uh, you know, we got another half of the season to go, but they're going to prove it. Philly's for real, and um, they only getting better. Still got a bunch of those draft picks, and they getting better, man. They getting better. So, yeah, no, they, they really are. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I expect them to run all over uh, – Houston, because I mean, look what Derrick Henry did—over 200 yards. Which I, I think that's actually four straight games. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Derrick Henry has over over 200 yards against the Texans, which is crazy. He just dominates the Texans, and I expect the Philadelphia run game to do the same. And I, I feel like this defense should put a stranglehold. I mean, I, I could, I almost want to like guarantee that the Philly's defense is going to score at least one touchdown tonight. Um, but yeah, I, I just, yeah. It's hard, but Davis Mills, I mean, he's been playing solid. You got Damian Pierce, who's a great rookie. He He's, you know, up there as far as top rookie running backs. You know, him and Kenneth Walker have really kind of been doing their thing all year. Um, but, yeah, I just, you know, I, I want to have some hope for the Houston Texans. But, I mean, they're, they're, they're what, the second-worst team behind Detroit just because they have a tie. So um, there's a reason for that. So I, I think, you know – if Philly didn't take care of business tonight, that would be a major cause of concern. But again, it's a short week and it's a Thursday night game. These things are always unpredictable. So, but yeah, I, I say we, we, we both got Philly tonight. Um, but yeah, I, I expect Jalen hurts to have another great day and um, kind of 
keep pushing that MVP talk. Absolutely. All right. Well, do, should we just give our score predictions and then head out of here, huh? I'll, I'll go Philly 27, Houston 10. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Um, I know. I kind of put Philly, you in the spot. I'm going to say Philly 30. I'm not, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't do no damn predictions. No, that's uh, fine. You don't want to run down our, um, our picks for the week? Or we run out of time? No, we're out of time. Uh, I, I do picks on Saturdays. So if you want to do Saturday with me, we can do our picks. Um, Get back to you on that. No, actually, I can't. I got a wedding. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm going to do 20. What you say? I'm going to do 27 to 27 to 3. I don't see yeah, I'll do 27-3. I don't, I don't think Houston got nothing on uh, Philly. All right. Well, there it is. All right. Well, we'll take you out of here. Thanks for listening to the final play with Mikey Clutch and Justin Matthew joining me. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. And yes, sir. Have a good Thursday night, and see you Saturday. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports, it's a way of life.